0: Welcome to your Making It Worse. We're here, we're queer, who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer. And I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott.
1: Textual healing. Uh, You know, so. The podcast, we were hoping to raise uh, a few hundred dollars to buy some better home recording equipment recently, since it seems like we're going to be recording from home, um, at least for the near future, at least. Uh, Alan and I wanted to establish a GoFundMe page, uh, but Elliot has convinced us to start in
2: OnlyFans. Wait, yeah. whoa, 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 I'm sorry. I mean, I love you both, but I think OnlyFans is like exclusively for sexual stuff, right? Yeah.
3: I'm
1: not going to yeah, do that. Th- that's, well, that's why I was kind of surprised. Elliot said he had a back catalog of videos he he oh. wants to share with anyone, quote, who will pay more than a nickel. Mm. Um, so, but you know, believe it or not, Only for all a of our nickel? listeners. <laughs> For all of our listeners, Alan and I, we don't actually have the login information for the page yet, so there won't be any content of us per se, but if you're interested, check it out.
2: It'll just be one Um, big gaping hole
1: yeah so actually uh, let me go right now uh let's yeah. see onlyfans.com <laughs> slash elliot does the splits elliot,
3: uh yeah i forgot no, about I obviously that <laughs> i haven't
1: joined i haven't joined yet so I, I can't see the actual content but i can read the descriptions of the oh. content to give our listeners a better uh understanding of what you're in for if you join <laughs> looks like elliot already uploaded about 600 videos first one in one day in see. one day yeah First yeah. one, it says, who says you need a thong to dance to the thong song? Wink, wink. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. He's not actually winking with his eye, though. It's not, yeah. he's not winking with that's his actually eye. It's actually a two-hour video, too. Yeah. Let's see, next yeah. one Next oh, one is, God. watch as I sing Constant Craving by Katie Lang. That's actually a beautiful <laughs> yeah. song. Again, while it's not playing, with his mouth. It's not with his mouth. Yeah. But he says, while playing a game of hide the kielbasa. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: Elliot. Wait, no, that's a Howard Stern trick. I know that one. That's a Howard Stern <laughs> thing. Elliot, oh god, Jesus,
1: you're unhinged. Like, just tone <laughs> it
2: down a bit. I'm surprised it's not OnlyFans.com/unhinged. I mean, that's what you'd think. You would think. Oh you, you
3: no. You want to be
1: a little more unassuming about it, I guess. But oh, feel my free to god. join because we could use we could use a few hundred dollars for uh for better. Literally, sound you're equipment.
0: the only person I know I've said it before who who still makes jokes with the term kielbasa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah.
3: But it's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a good well, one. Well, I mean, but
1: that but that's that's sort of the nuance of it. I mean Elliot yeah. based off of his sex life pre Michael, based off his sex <laughs> life, he doesn't he doesn't go for just any old regular hot dog. <laughs> he's going for he's going for the bigger kielbasa's uh even just, though he'll tell you he'll tell anyone in the world that his sex life is like a laura Ingalls wilder novel
2: mm, just
1: i don't know mm-hmm. oh, sometimes i kiss a boy and that's about it a and, self-published like, oh, laura Ingalls wilder and, one you know oh my god oh la- last month i kissed a, i kissed a boy on the mouth with tongue and i oh boy i i ran to the church you say,
2: you say oh boy like mickey mouse oh
1: boy <laughs> yeah, i mean but it's true that's how Elliot talks about his sex life and
2: <laughs> needless
1: to say some of us know better but otherwise alan you can why don't you start things off
2: oh you want me to start you were on such yeah. a roll i just assumed you were well, gonna well i wanted to, i wanted leave to do my
1: thing and now right I'm gonna, in i'm gonna tune out for the rest of the episode <laughs> I th- yeah
2: please go back to sleep friend it's fine it's fine <laughs> um uh no, well, speaking of uh, Elliot being unhinged, the other unhinged celebrity in the room is Ellen DeGeneres. That's Ellen, right. Ellen, Ellen, Ellen has been, I don't know if Ellen's been canceled. There's, okay, there's a conversation mm-hmm. happening around right. whether or not Ellen's been canceled. Now, just for the record, so you people catching people up who may not know the tea, um, a past guest of ours actually started the Ellen sort of. Trending thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Kevin Where T. Ke- Porter. Yeah, Kevin T. Porter tweeted out um, <laughs> one of my favorite episodes for reasons that should not be one of my favorite episodes was Kevin <laughs> T. Porter's episode. And, uh, <laughs> and um, he, he tweeted saying, if you have any horror stories about Ellen or something, I forget the nature of the tweet, but people responded, people who worked for Ellen yeah. responded in such a way that it was like this avalanche of bad news, not so, happy news coming from Ellen.
1: I always like to say the last like really fun tidbit of like insider Hollywood gossip that I had left at my disposal. Whenever anyone who wasn't in the industry asked was that Ellen is a huge bitch and everyone, everyone in Hollywood knows it, but I feel like it's just so hard to believe because she's, I mean, I, I, I don't watch the show, but I'll watch clips of her. She, I respected her since the nineties. I've always thought she was hilarious. And I, she just seems so sweet. <laughs> she yeah, seems that's the So irony genuine, and then you hear these stories. we we uh, the three of us have plenty of friends who've written for the show yeah. as well. Yeah. and they they just every one of them has i would say differing levels of nightmare stories some of them say she's really a monster and some are just like oh she's just kind of cold yeah and she's you know uh she's very hit or miss and sometimes cold sometimes not but like the best anyone will say is that she's not very friendly
2: mm. uh so
0: yeah. anyway, go ahead.
2: That's the best. That's the best. The past or the accusations that many of former staffers are making are that, you know, it's a culture on the staff, not coming necessarily from Ellen, but I mean, her name's on the show. So it's somewhat passively right. supported by right. Ellen. Right. Um, of, uh, you know, a toxic workplace filled with racism, sexual harassment, sort of demeaning um. Treatment of staff, different things, and mm-hmm. I mean, we've all heard, like Brent said, we've all people in the industry have all heard these horror stories. Now, I, I'm genuinely conflicted, and there was a great, great, great piece um, in the Daily Beast recently, a couple of days ago, where it really sort of gave this nuance of like what Ellen represents to queer people. Like you were saying, Brent, about like respecting her from the '90s and everything sure. that she did for LGBT rights. That's huge. She should be rewarded for that. Yeah, but also recognizing that our heroes can also be assholes and that's kind of in a weird way i think what's so great about this in a lot of ways is it's the genesis of this podcast (laughs) in some ways that you don't have to just treat gay people or queer people nicely just because you don't want to come off as a homophobe no a gay person can be just as much of an asshole as a straight person and it's okay to call them out on it
1: yeah i i first of all i couldn't agree with you more um And but yeah, it's an interesting thing, because to me, there are two there are two crises going on right now. There's with The Ellen Show. There's the crisis of, you know, genuine concern over how allegations of sexual harassment and racism were dealt with by senior producers. And then sort of a separate and apart from that is the fact that Ellen is a jerk and she's not very nice. And it's—I just find it interesting because I feel like, as is the case with everything on the internet, there's absolutely no no nuance, and everyone is kind of clumping everything together. And people are suddenly kind of relishing talking about how she's a total bitch. And guests have been on the podcast, have been on their on her, her show, and they haven't been treated very well. And it's like that's, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not a fan of cancel culture at all. We've established that on this podcast, but. That being a jerk is by no means a reason to be canceling a show. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I uh, there are innumerable like, celebrities who have shows who are jerks and they could certainly be filled by people who aren't jerks who will turn into jerks. And so yeah. if if our litmus test for whether a show is, exists on the air or not is that are is the host a jerk, then that's absolutely ridiculous. But you know, obviously there's a little bit more nuance because we there was accusations of sort of rampant sexual harassment and, uh, yeah. and racism that wasn't being dealt with by senior producers. I also, I don't know, I guess I find myself a little skeptical, um, whether Ellen had anything to do with that being ignored, because I mean, there are literally, there are stories of guests being told that they can't look Ellen in the eye (laughs) or like, like producers, like visiting producers or people would be told don't look at Ellen. Yeah. And so you're trying to, you're trying to to tell me that Ellen was, was in sort of a part of discussions about sexual harassment. I don't think someone who dictates that her staff, not look her in the eye, doesn't give a fuck what's happening on a day to day basis.
2: Well, and I will say, and I'm, I'm speaking from the one day I spent working on that video as a guest on that show. Oh, that's and right. Yeah, I will say that I didn't experience any of that. In fact, I had a very lovely meeting with Ellen, both on air and then off air as well. And I was treated by the staff in the best way because it was a great staff. And so and I'm sure the staff is great. And the people who are making accusations are probably, they're valid accusations. And, mm-hmm. we, and I think it addresses, it opens up a conversation about toxic work cultures and how mm-hmm. oftentimes people at the top, Ellen herself, either passively accept it or openly accept it. Regardless, they're accepting it and they should be held accountable for it. But that doesn't diminish that, you know, on some days she might be horrible and on other days she mm-hmm. might actually be nice and very sweet to guess. I mean, I was a nobody. Mm-hmm. She didn't have to come up and talk to me for, for five minutes. She didn't have to mm-hmm. do that and she did it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm not saying that these people's accusations aren't valid. They are and I believe them. Yeah. But I'm also saying like, there is nuance in the gray areas, and it isn't a monolith. She's an asshole. This is happening every single day. This is horrible, or else the show wouldn't. People wouldn't keep working on the show. I don't know. I wonder. I I yeah. question. I question some. You know. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess. Yeah. I guess at the
1: end of the day. Um, I mean, I I think any TV show will get people who work for it no matter what. Of course, Um, yes. But but I I hear you. And at the end of the day, it's just like, I just, I think it's a very scary precedent to set in any industry uh, that if someone is a jerk or is cold, they are capable of being outed. And and as a Mm -hmm. result, their show was canceled, their career is canceled. I just, I, I, I just think it's, sort of coddling to the maximum that and this is someone that I, I've had bad bosses that have, yeah. that are jerks. And I don't, and I hated them and I hated working for them, but I, I don't know. I just, it's like, I don't do, I think it's appropriate to
0: go online and say this person's a jerk. They should be fired. Yeah. It's, it's
2: crazy. I to think me.
0: the, I think the part, the, 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 the reason that it's gotten so much traction is, is not that she's a jerk. It's that it's, there's like a, a little bit of like shout, shout and Is that how you say it? Shout. Oh yeah. 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 That she's set up a whole that she, be kind thing. Yeah. Her be kind. That's her thing. And then on top yeah. of that, I think yeah. it's like um, the other part of that is that, uh, you know, people are, I think anxious to, I think people in the industry are anxious to out her, but I also think that I just do think that it's like, you could be a wonderful person, but if there is the, if there is room for for you to be you know taken down based on anything yeah the public now i think more than ever yeah. is still hungry to to do that yeah but i don't think she'd stand a fighting chance even i mean again well, and i with think will do respect for what she's done as a gay icon and it has to do with the culture we live in i mean it has yeah. to do a lot with trump being
2: president we're eager to take down the systems of oppression in every way that we see them and this is an example of someone really famous being brought down and you know on one hand We should just blanketly say, yes, if there is sexual harassment, racism happening in a workplace, call that shit out. Even if that person's famous or not famous, they always should be called out. Always, always, always. And she should be held accountable for that. But there is, you're right, also a a system of like, well, this is a fun person to go after because she's this person who builds herself on being kind. Sure.
1: I mean, I guess I I would parse it a little bit where I think the people... Who knew about the sexual harassment should be held accountable. I think because so. Yeah, couldn't we take it to another? If so, let's suppose. Let's if we hold Ellen accountable. Uh, Uh, if she, let's say she didn't hear about it, but let's, but we still hold her accountable. Should we also hold the
2: network accountable? Should we hold the studio accountable? She should take some responsibility for it happening under her watch. Even if she doesn't, we don't hold her accountable and cancel her. She kind of did, right? Like a little bit. It was passive. It wasn't, she didn't, she basically was just like, well, I don't know, my producers did it. Like it's sort of a, it wasn't a direct, like at the end of the day, my name's on the show and I take responsibility and I'm sorry. That's all she needs to do. And she didn't do that. And that's a problem.
0: Her producers mm-hmm. did, but now they're getting yeah, like let exactly. go and, exactly. and phased out, and even like even like the got like ran more random people, like in, the old guy who would DJ at the beginning of her show, yeah. has come out and said stuff like it was a toxic work environment, and it's like yeah. Jesus, if the if the DJ you know who's like playing music for her to dance to says it's toxic, yeah. God yeah. only knows what it's like to be a PA there. <laughs> I remember, like, I mean, you guys have heard
2: this story before, but years ago when I worked for Anthony Weiner, it was sort of this like. After I left Anthony Weiner, me and my friend who worked there with me, we both were the ones that got the salad thrown at us right. by Anthony Weiner. But we never really talked about it. And I remember when the whole scandal of Anthony Weiner came out, the salad story was referenced in a New York Times article about the first bits of his scandal that came out. And I mm-hmm. felt sort of like I should have said something. I should have like I should have talked about the toxic work environment. But at the end of the day, I also was like. I believed in him and as the a politician. I yeah. believed mm-hmm. in him being the right person to be mayor of New York City. And so yeah. I, I held back my reservations of the toxic work environment I was in just because I was like, I want this person to succeed.
0: I believe yeah, in him. And that and that was a moment that's like, you know, a blemish, but he didn't, He doesn't. He wasn't at least running on this campaign. I mean, Ellen runs on the and ends every show by saying "be kind." It's like be kind. The stories we've heard are far from kind. (laughs) More like be masochistic as fuck. (laughs) It's real scary. I I love that you have to wear certain colors in her office story. That's my favorite.
2: Wait, you have to wear. Uh, I, I. Yeah, there's a some story I one. heard. I mean, it's secondhand, of course, but there's a rumor yeah. of she. You had to wear like certain layers of or colors of beige or white or something in her office to be in her office. I don't
1: know. That could I mean, Yeah, I remember be- hearing a story from one of our friends that she would bring bodyguards into the writer's room.
3: Oh, what really?
1: I remember hearing that? Yeah. Oh
0: my god. The best. The best thing uh, is is um, the the fact that people are doing like. Replace Ellen with blank. And I haven't seen too many of them, but the one that I saw that was most a lot of them <laughs> baffling where they're like, replace replace Ellen For, with my Aunt Tonda. Brag racer, one so of them, was- the craziest one was replace Ellen with Eric Andre. It's what? Like, what? Huh? <laughs> it's like wait, Eric lo- is like a lunatic. We lo- love Eric. We love Eric. We love
1: Eric, but, like, love Eric, love Eric, but oh. like it's just literally the replace game That's is That's the thing absolutely it's crazy bonkers when
2: yeah.
1: someone on like online will be re- replace them with some guy with 10,000 instagram <laughs> followers and you're like what
0: <laughs> what are you talking about yeah i mean it's also so silly cuz it's like a show named ellen is like based on the host's personality yeah. the people are like replace her with like tipper gore it's like <laughs>
3: I, what about I Tipper the, Gore.
0: Tipper Gore did this. It's like, don't. You, so we're gonna give Tipper a talk show. <laughs>
3: oh,
0: I haven't heard <laughs> Tipper Gore's name in so long. Not even. So joking. the next uh, interview we're doing is with Leo Richardson, uh, a friend of mine and a TV writer. But mm-hmm. it should be said that we recorded this before Corona. <laughs> um, <laughs> just um, so you
1: know that the sound so in case in case we come across yeah. sounding like bizarre or
0: <laughs> we're talking about if, if normal we're talking life
1: pre-March like President <laughs> Obama or something then that's why yeah it was also <laughs> the last time we could be together which was sad very yeah, sad I'm, I'm fine with it <laughs>
0: leo richardson hi hi how are you I'm good how are you <laughs> you're british you are here <laughs> <dear and laughs> isn't,
2: isn't that weird That's you're the way my... you talk
4: i forget yeah <laughs> i was in the coffee shop once yeah. in like in in uh, coffee bean and this woman um that took my order she was like i'm sorry i wasn't listening to a word you said i was just listening to your accent
0: mm-hmm. can i take your order again <laughs> do people yeah. over there find i mean i mean it's such a dumb question but do do english people find the american accent uh, charming or anything, or dumb, or is well, there? A... I do, yeah. You uh, find it dumb. charming,
4: yeah. I do, I like it. Oh, I it charming. yeah, I do, I do. I think because I like movies and stuff, I like Hollywood movies, so I always loved the American accent. But yeah, I know, like, there are people that think Americans are
2: loud, that's like the, the, yeah, I actually the, think British people right. are loud, yeah. Right. I, think I think British, you do? Be- yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, British people. <clears throat> I mean, I've never seen trashier people than in parts of London drinking, yeah. and it's really fun because mm. it sounds like they're narrating a
0: PBS documentary while yelling. Mm. You know what I mean? What's yeah. that part of when, What's <laughs> that part of uh, of England where it's like so trashy? It's like oh, Essex. Essex. Yeah. Essex. Oh, it's like yeah. Super yeah. trashy. Country? Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Essex. I, I I watch. Um,
2: I I hadn't. I didn't watch it when it was on, but my boyfriend got me watching it. The only way is, the Essex. Only way is Essex, and I am obsessed with these is people. Jersey Shore yes yes, yeah. yes that's exactly what point. it is yes, yes. I am that's obsessed really with funny. them because yeah. like I want to be what is it Gemma Gemma Collins is, I want to be an Gemma. icon now yes yeah, she is yeah she's a literal and she's the one on Big Brother UK that yeah. did the whole thing where She said someone was dead, and then someone else. Oh, she thought
0: she said David Bowie was dead. Yeah, yeah. but the housemates didn't realize that that they meant that she meant David Bowie. She thought they meant David Guest, who was in the house. Yeah. Yeah. So when she said (laughs) David is dead, David is dead, (laughs) and they they left it. Yeah. Oh my God, (laughs) that's that clip is amazing. uh, So funny. Yeah. I'm a big fan
1: of accents, and Mm -hmm. I've I've long advocated the following, which is every single accent, to me, is endearing. And adorable and lovable, except for Canadian.
3: Oh. <laughs> except for Canadian. I, and, yeah. and, and certain parts Why? of the Midwest,
1: it's just, to me, it's just unredeemable. Well, because I think the Canadian accent part. is sneaky. Not that I don't sneaky. love Canada.
2: The Canadian accent is sneaky, especially the English-speaking parts of Canada, because they sound... Like us, you know what I mean. They sound like a typical yeah. American, but then all of a sudden they say something, and it's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Their cadence is a little slower. Yeah. Mm. it's, it's yeah. so it's so different. But okay, Canada's so a great country. Anyway, so mm-hmm. you are yeah. a TV accomplished writer. writer. Yeah, yeah. You are a married man. I am. You're accomplished yeah. on so many more levels than any of us. I don't know when that happened. Any uh, of
0: it, you know. <laughs> well, no, we've had ma- you know married gay uh and queer people on the show before. But mm-hmm. We've never had um uh anybody in a sort of international couple yeah now your husband brett Osman, is a tv executive yes um, oh. but you guys have been together for how long for like th- nearly four years three and a half four years wow. and yeah. you got married here yes but where was it was the real i forget if the real ceremony was here or there
4: we're doing a real ceremony in june cause oh right oh. it was kind oh. of a quick quick thing we just yeah. did like last kind of last
2: minute yeah we yeah. did our, 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 our home Oh, Um, did you have one of those ones where you like invited people over for brunch and then you were like, surprise, we're getting married? (laughs) No,
4: do you know what? We did something more obnoxious. Do you want to know? Um, Yeah, yeah. We got married during the day because my my mom and dad were over and and his Mm. sister. So Mm -hmm. we decided to like do it. And we had our engagement party already that night. So at the eng- engagement party, we told everyone that we got married today.
2: Oh. But
4: I kept forgetting to tell everyone. I was just like having a good time, and then my <laughs> right. mum came up to me and she went, "Get up there and tell him you're married." <laughs> so it was kind of like,
0: "Oh yeah, because you had done it earlier in the day." Yes, we'd right. done it earlier that day. Right. Uh, How long had you
1: known each other before you decided to get married?
4: Um, we'd been together for about two years, and then mm. I proposed um and yeah it was it was weird because it was one of those things where if we didn't get married my visa was up in a year yeah um, oh. and so, so that we did were like, play into it yeah definitely okay. I mean we wanted to do it but we wanted to do it like this year but then we were just like okay well we have yeah. to we have to do the
0: process quicker does it right. feel um, like that that pressure did that did that inform your decision to get married
2: um, or was it because you saw Sandra Bullock movie, The Proposal, and it inspired? I think that's it. <laughs> that's it. That was that's what it was, yeah. yeah. Anything with Sandra Bullock inspired. Same, same,
3: same.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, th- th- I think that made it happen quicker, but uh, mm. to be honest, I don't know, I'd always liked the idea of marriage because I think it, in, in my head, it was always a bit like, well, we can now, so I'm gonna do it like everyone else can yeah. If, yeah. I wa- if I want to. Um, mm. I was also, years ago, in a relationship before gay marriage was legal, my first ever boyfriend was Australian, uh-huh. and uh, this is when I lived in England, and we had to, essentially, we were together for a couple of years, and then we just had to break up and he had to leave, and there was, there was no way for him to stay, and we oh. literally tried everything, even he tried to find his long-lost father, who was Italian, so he oh. could get a European passport, so. Oh,
2: wow. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought we could that's... stay in England because Australia is part of the, right? And, yeah, they can only have, like, work
4: visas for, like, oh, a couple of years. Interesting. Yeah, 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 so. So you guys were torn apart. Yeah. Wow. To thats were, so lifetime—and n- you weren't <laughs> able to do anything about it. No, it was actually wow. horrible. And like he came, he tried to come on holiday, and he got to customs, and they wouldn't let him in. They no. were like, "Why are you coming back here? What? You just—you just left." Um, yeah, it was kind of traumatic for your first relationship. Is that why you broke yeah. up? Uh, yeah. Well, we just couldn't be together in the end. It was just impossible. Oh. So, um, and uh, yeah, so it was. The, I think having been through that. Made me realize that if, like, with Brett, I was like, we have this great thing going. I don't yeah. want anything to stop it. So we both just, uh,
2: yeah, you know, oh, that's lovely. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think I would ever propose. I have a feeling I'm yeah. gonna be the accident. Like if, if Michael and I ever got married, it's mm. gonna be the accidental. Oh well, let's do it. It's Thursday. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Of, it's, yeah. The, I I don't. First of all, I don't like bending over, so
1: I'm not gonna get on one knee. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, gonna I'm gonna not expecting a gift from you. Uh, yeah. yeah. I certainly wouldn't be getting you a gift. Yeah. <laughs> I'd get you an Outback gift card. Thank you. If, if you if you got married, and he's gonna I, give me
2: the one I gave to him for his birthday. That's, right. that's what he's gonna No, do. I used that the next I'm day.
1: Sorry, I yeah, how did you decide, like? I guess it's, some, it's something I hadn't really considered. I don't know if we've talked about it ever on the pod, but how did you... Decide that you were the one who would propose, Interesting. and that you would uh, that you would do it. Yeah, how did you decide yeah. you're the guy? And how did you propose? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like you're the yeah, man. The man.
4: Oh, <laughs> um. Well, some days. Um. No, it was like it was weird because okay, so we were going to New York for the weekend, and he he lived there for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he worked yeah. uh, he worked at 30 Rock in and he works on NBC page with Tina Fey. Yeah, he yeah. did actually meet her a lot. Yeah. And I'm really jealous of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen her, even in, the, like, out, yeah, you know. Yeah. Right? Um, the scar is larger in life. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. So we uh, we were going to New York, and his sister was coming with us, and him and his sister are really close. Mm-hmm. Um, and we both decided. Like, I, I talked to her a little bit. I was like, "I'm thinking of proposing to Brett. Like, yep. I'd like to do it in New York because I know how much that means to him." Mm-hmm. So we managed to trick him to go up to the top of Thirty Rockefeller Plaza, oh, uh, wow. which is so like cliche, probably. But it was <laughs> like a, it was no, a weekend. Empire State Building is cliche. Thirty <laughs> okay. sure. Rock is A bit more. Sure. Yes, yeah, it was yeah. a very professional event. Yes, <laughs> but I got so nervous, and ba- of we course. had a night. We had yeah. a fight the night before over a slice of pizza. Oh, um, like it's <laughs> like a shouting fight, full fight oh, in the yeah. street. Wow. It's like yeah I, I i was i was willing to pay four dollars for a slice of pizza because okay. i was really drunk and he was like you can't do That's that this waste. is new york yeah you can get you can get a cheaper slice of pizza than that and out of principle i get it he was just like don't eat here and i was like i'm sorry i'm too fucking hungry for <laughs> this shit. That's
1: so, funny. so he sounds a lot like me yeah
4: <laughs> but I, I you know i like a man that sticks to his guns yeah but yeah. i was too drunk to see that sure. anyway so we ended up having a fight about it and the next morning i woke up <clears throat> And I was like, and we, and we were like angled away from each other, hadn't touched each other all night.
1: You were still yeah. fighting over the pizza? Yeah, even in the morning, it was wow. still Never goals. go to bed angry. Never go to bed angry. You that shouldn't. That is
2: true. That is yeah. very true. You I actually not. don't like, yeah. Yeah, I, that's a rule I have. No, I go yeah. to bed angry every yeah. night, but anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> For, different well, For different reasons. For different reasons. Much different. With or <laughs> without, <laughs> anyway, yeah. No, Michael and I had a fight over French fries once. Like a really that intense sounds, fight over French fries, or it started over French fries.
1: Food can be very divisive. Wait, can you explain that now?
2: Yeah, I it was something about how I ordered french fries at like how I spoke up in, into the drive-through window and he was like you say french fry and I'm like no it's not french fry it's french fries. And he's like, well, no, you want one French fry. And I'm like, no, it's French fries. Everyone just says French fries. Yeah, yeah. And we and it turned into this massive fight. Wow. <laughs> right. I mean, there's more than one fry. Thank so you. It's fries. I know I'm right in yeah. this, but really? it's, yeah. a, it's over. I'm not going to bed angry. Right. All right.
4: Yes. He can he, he can skip this episode. Yeah, he won't. <laughs> yeah. Maybe him and Brett can get together and record their own <laughs> podcast, pizza and chips or whatever. Yeah. So you were um, nervous yeah.
1: because you guys had fought the night before. Yeah.
4: And then so I texted my best friend and I was like, I don't know what to do we had a massive fight she was like what what was it about and i was like a, a slice of pizza and she was like <laughs> so fuck off and then she just stopped talking to me after that she was like get on with it so we never got yeah it was you know so we, <laughs> we got up there i never saw we got up there and um i i was really nervous and basically Ooh. i had to go and do like a nervous poo and he oh, thought that was really funny, and he took a photo <laughs> of my feet under the storm was oh, like, ah, watching you. So, this all became great. part of that story. That's wow. good. So, that's good. I have to that's tell you now. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nervous going back boom. on that, issue, <laughs> I would have assumed you'd <laughs> yes. never shit in your life. <laughs> yeah. No, it was yeah. the first time. Yeah. So, naturally, it was quite intense.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> Explosive, some
0: would yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> took the building down. <laughs> Wait, did you have it's a ring
4: with you? Yeah, so I had it. His sister came with us. She had the ring. I'd given her the ring. Anyway, we just did it, and I didn't realize how busy it was going to be up there. So, I kept being like i can't do it here there's actually physically no room to just sort of do it there's children yeah yeah and then we did it yeah Yeah. exactly and they were going to be like what are they doing (laughs) dad look it's the bad thing Uh, i I didn't think about that until after i got really self-conscious at like literally as i'd done it i was like what like you know that feeling of like
2: yeah we're so
4: used to shame sure yeah that all of a sudden all of that shame came back to me and i looked around and i was like I can't Call do it like, here. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. That's actually really, that's but really interesting. But you did it. Yeah. I actually
1: think, weirdly, quick side note, I sorry, Yeah, none. I think that's marriage like the is great, one, yeah. but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like that's the one thing everyone could, even, sorry, I think it would take a really particularly homophobic person to not be into people in, engaged in celebrating their love. Don't say that to the, the Hallmark argu- Channel. <laughs> the argument yeah. would be that uh, people assume that gay people won't take love seriously. Sure, that's sort of yeah. been their the crux of their anti-gay marriage argument in the past is that yeah.
2: we won't take it seriously because we're, we're men. I feel like right. that's kind of gone at this point because now, I, I think in some weird way, it's become like, even if you are against gay marriage, you're just like, well, it's cute, I guess. You yeah, know indeed. what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, it's I guess, become sort of yeah. like a commercial at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, And you're right, though. Years ago, it was like, what do they know? They're just going to have threesomes. And what's yeah, next? Yeah, yeah. Three people marrying? Marrying yeah. a dog? Yeah. 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 What's a lot next? of that. Right? Yeah.
3: Elliot yeah. Anyway, will marry a dog. But
4: so he said yes. yes. Did he cry? Uh, did, yes, we both had a little cry. Aww. A lot of people applauded. So it was actually really nice that at the end. And when, and when we British going...
2: people cry, you turn blotchy red. Very red. Yeah. It was very sort of like, you know, kind of. It's very real.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: um <laughs> and when we went down in the lift this like German woman with her family came lift up to the elevator yeah oh, yes got it the got elevator it. not yes. the ride sharing service our american <laughs> listeners <laughs> lift doesn't go up there yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, we and we are coming down, this German woman and her family, like, congratulated us. She was like, congratulations, we are so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh, Germans are very fine.
2: accepting. They'll do yeah. anything. It's yeah.
4: They wanted to marry us, actually. The whole family was oh, like, really? we we'll do it together. Don't no, do it with Germans. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad idea. No. Yeah.
2: Um, but it was lovely. <laughs> very stoic wedding. Oh, yeah.
3: That's,
4: that's great. great. So, yeah. And it's
1: been, what, three years? Since? Uh, yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, no, we've been married for two uh two oh, okay, years sorry. nearly. Yeah. So I, I'm really bad with like dates and times. Yeah.
1: So what's I mean, what was it like being? I mean, we've ne- weirdly enough before you walked in, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Elliot and Alan were like, we've never had an international guest. Never. No, I Which don't. Which is think so we... surreal to yeah, me. Yeah, we've we really never had had, had we? someone from another country. So well. So let's let's maybe we're based in L. Oh, a. Interesting. You know, I'm curious. You know, I've always yeah, curi- I mean, we're international I, know you folks.
0: You. Yeah. I know you and Brett obviously, and I'm just you know, I've always uh, I wonder what it must be like. To be in an, I guess, an inter, inter, international gay marriage. Yeah. Like your culture is, you come from Europe. He is from Illinois, right? Oh, uh, he's from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. So yeah, close.
2: Me. No close. Wait. So have you maintained your citizenship? For UK citizenship. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I
0: don't. I,
4: I can't actually lose it until we've had like. I've I have to be here for five years on a green card before I can. And is he? Does he get? UK citizenship. Like, if we decide to move there together, he can come with me. Then he'd have to like stay there for like the six process. months before yeah. he can apply. There's some yeah. rules, yeah. <clears throat> so, and how
2: was he when he when you first brought him to the UK to meet your family?
4: Well, I was like initially quite, you know, dubious because. I think like when you li- when you're when you're English and you come here, I don't know. Like I think people have like this image of you. I don't know. Like yeah. they like think that maybe Proper. you like live at Downton Abbey or something. Yeah. Well, uh, I just think no. you're the guy from Love Actually. Right. <laughs> that or that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Peter and my Ant? family's more like. Anywhere. you know. <laughs> 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 yeah. My family's more like the cleaners that clean the Downton Abbey. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's more like I didn't know like want to. I don't know what to like what he expected and to take him back to my family. Yeah. yeah. Who argue a lot. Where who, are you from? Yeah. In the UK originally. Uh, Croydon, Covent which Croy? is a. Croydon, which is uh, okay. sounds similar. He only knows Coventry. I Coventry. know Coventry. Coventry. Yeah. The Coventry London, Carol? Coventry, Coventry. Oh my Carol. <laughs> Yeah. What so kind you... of what kind of town
0: What kind of town is it?
4: It's kind of like quite a, a working class town, yeah. I would say. Um, so and is it... it
0: similar to where Brett grew up in in Wisconsin? Mm-hmm.
4: But there are a lot of similarities. Uh-huh. Like, we always talk about, like, our favorite things, like, you know, those mm-hmm. ladies that, like, peek behind the curtains and stuff. I, like, I love a lot <laughs> yeah. of that. Uh, that's really what we bonded <laughs> right. over, you know what I mean? Nosy <clears throat> neighbors and just, like, local gossips. Like of course. feel like we have had that similar. Yes.
1: I also have stereotyped yeah. the UK as being a part of, of course, Europe, which means it's more liberal, which yeah. means, even though I know this isn't true, I've always been like, there's no homophobes there. Everyone mm-hmm. is just vaguely oh. more accepting. Oh. And... <laughs> I have been called faggot in a show. <laughs> yeah, in the no, UK. no, I, I, oh, really? I'm not saying yes. that. I'm oh, not goodness. saying that it would be true, but I think somewhere in my head. So, what was it like being gay in this in this, in working, you know, this, class in this working class town. English Pittsburgh-esque town? perhaps. Yeah,
4: I, I guess it's like yeah, I guess that's a good comparison. Actually, I, I feel like it, I, it's like anyone else's. I was just thinking about it in the way here, and I was like, when I grew up, I mean, I came out in 2000, like 2003, maybe. Mm-hmm. That was a good. And year. I was like 21. I was just born. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I like, grew, I I didn't, there was no gay people at school. Yeah. There was one guy. Oh, there were. No, there, there were. was one. Yeah. And he used to get the shit kicked out of him in the showers because he used to get an erection looking at the boys. And so, oh, was, so I probably looked at that and I was like, stay where you are, like, don't come yeah. out. You know, I used to yeah. like print pictures on the internet when it used to like do that thing where it loaded Slow really slowly, and to sound. Yeah, used to do yeah. That. Yeah. And then yeah. I used to like, you know, Jerk have a that. cheeky <laughs> wank and then like, yeah. Yeah. and I used to take them up to the shop, rip them up and put them in the bin because I was always worried yeah. my mom, <laughs> if my mum, if my mum came home and fa- like if I died in a tragic accident and yeah. my parents had to clear up my room, they'd find gay porn, they would know I was gay. Of course. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I was really scared of that. How did they react when you came out?
4: Uh, they were actually. It was weird because I, I got stoned and I told. I phoned my brother and I told him, mm. and I was like, "Promise you won't tell anyone." And like two minutes later, my phone rings and it's my dad, and I don't answer it. My brother like literally went up to, up the stairs and told them straight away. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um,
4: <laughs> oh my god! And my dad, who's like this kind of like stoic builder uh-huh. person, yeah. was like, "Oh, you should have told us." um whereas my mom wouldn't talk to me for like weeks so really? it's like oh, i was just like
2: on billy Elliot. yes yeah.
4: very similar
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was billy Elliot. you are billy uh, uh, well you're the gay guy in billy Elliot. yeah billy, oh, El- billy, Elliot El- billy Elliot's gay? friend is like the gay guy oh. and then he yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's
1: from like the 90s
4: right
2: yeah it was a good movie yeah. it was yeah.
4: especially at the time i haven't
2: watched it i don't know if it holds up but... i'm sure it yeah, does i'm sure it's fine yeah. i just right. saw him at the grocery store actually you saw billy elliott
0: at the grocery yeah the store? actor
2: who plays billy Elliot. i saw him at the galsons
0: by you He's very Brent's type. He's Elfin. He's Elfin. But he's married to he's someone famous. I forget he? who. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: We should have Lan, will you Google who yeah. he's married to? It's very important <laughs> He to know. could be your next international
4: guest. Yeah. yeah. A little bit
0: higher profile than I am. Yeah. 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 But that's so interesting. So your mother your mom took it hard.
4: <laughs> yeah, she did. It was mm. yeah, it was really weird. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, like, my brother had ki- has kids like my sister, I don't like know mm. really why. Um but she's fine now. Were you a talk
0: yeah. were, you, were you, was your family like you know, emotionally uh, vulnerable in that way to talk it out or to figure it out, or it just you had to like yeah. let it just sit and simmer. They don't really like my family, does, probably aren't the best
4: communicators. When, yeah, you know, it usually ends up in kind of a fight, right? As much as I love them, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. so I don't, it wasn't really easy to talk about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and I think they asked me once when I was 18, my mum and my sister cornered me, like, these two witches just put me in the corner, <laughs> <at> this, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Tell us, are ah. you gay? And I was like, no, you know, it you know was interesting yeah, really?
2: about yeah. UK what I've always, I mean, I've been to the UK a lot, yeah, and 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 I I feel like I have a lot of British friends, and they. Straight men in the UK, especially in like working class towns like Manchester yeah. or like, I guess on the west side, or maybe even in London as well, the way they act with each other is incredibly gay. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I mean. UK, you, British men <gasps> rubby, in general will like touch other each other's dicks rubby. in the shower, like do weird rubby. shit. Yeah. Like I've seen, I mean, there's so many, there was, I remember once I performed in Manchester and I, they gave me a place to stay, the club did, but. I made friends with these like straight dudes who just wanted to take me out and get drunk. Mm. And I slept at their place that night mm. and they were naked half the time. And they didn't care. And they didn't care because they were trash. And yeah. I was just sitting there being like, spank, bank, spank, bank. Yeah, spank, yeah, yeah, bank. <laughs> right, right. But like, yeah, I've it... seen
0: videos, uh, uh, like truly of like rugby players just. Yeah. They're just, there's no. So hold bar Did you experience yeah.
2: this and what was it like? I mean, you, can I just answer to that as well? Have yeah. you guys ever
4: watched Love Island, which is like yes. obviously like the yeah. British one? Yeah. yeah. Everyone's yeah. obsessed with it. I know
0: what it is, but I haven't watched
4: it. There it, was like
2: one season caused I mean, a suicide. It's a really yeah, tragic. It's show. kind of oh, wow. dark. Yeah. Jesus. But all the
4: guys on there, like, they'll get into bed with each other, they cuddle each other, they yeah. lay there. With their head, like, you know,
2: in each other's. What is that? Because that's very different from puritanical American culture where men do not do that.
4: I I don't know. I honestly don't know. I just feel like I was always like that with my
1: friends, and I just, I guess we are. You
0: were like that with your friends? Yeah. I had had one.
1: But you liked it. European friend. (laughs) Secretly. (laughs) My friend Jeremy was from Switzerland, and he would visit me like over the summers and stuff, and he always wanted to pee together. So that's that's oh. what I'll say. He always wanted to pee together? He always wanted to pee like together. Like in the
2: same toilet? Not like yeah. one in the sink, one sword, in the toilet? Sword yeah, fight. In the
1: same to- sword, fight. <laughs> yeah, sword fight? Yeah, sword fight. And I always thought it was like so weird... And in my head, I remember thinking, like, that's just how they do it in Europe until I was wow. in like high school. That's just how they do <laughs> wow. it in they just, Europe. Look, they just cross. They cross streams. What are you going <laughs> to do? I, do that with my... I feel like in Switzerland, they might. <laughs> he kissed a lot, too. He would kiss me a lot. Like, like, like on this the lips. when we were really young. Like, elementary school, uh, he would, like, kiss you on the cheek. Wow. And I was like, why are you kissing me? And he's like, well, because I like you.
2: That's very cute. We do actually <laughs> yeah. have a pretty significant, like, British-Australian sort of base of listeners. Oh, really? So Hi, guys. People yeah. listening. Come and kiss well, us. Do you know what's yeah. interesting, Let's place the words. They'll probably all be cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Tell you want to smooch. <laughs> I do. I'd love a smooch.
0: Tell your straight friends. On his booty no. yeah. um, <laughs> add, that, add that in, too. Wait, Leo, what were <laughs> you going to say? No,
4: I was talking to my friend today about this, and I was saying that, like, when we were young,
0: I feel like we had a lot of sexual experiences really young. Yeah. Like, like, what kind of sexual? Well, we've talked like, about that on this yeah. podcast, because how we yeah. have not, I mean, well, well I have Elliot not. Well, Elliot wrestled with a right? woman. He
2: lost his virginity in kindergarten <laughs> when he grade, wrestled, right? first grade, sorry, when he was older, when he wrestled with a woman, girl, yeah. Um, uh,
1: nude in, in
0: on his parents' bed and he so, literally described okay. it as a sexual experience that's, okay that's <laughs> not he... that's not how it happened I didn't say I lost my virginity I hooked up <laughs> he said he hooked up he called said he hooked that a hook yeah, yeah, yeah. up was there a kiss <laughs> there was we were kissing and rubbing and everything <laughs>
4: first
3: grade
4: that's, that is... a, that's young how old is that first grade seven you, or eight seven, well I know somebody <laughs> and I'm not gonna mention names that had sex when they were eight Wait, yeah with like,
3: another
0: eight year old Jesus but they don't know what they're doing
4: no, they didn't. He was just he was right. just like, st- she was
2: like, stick it in. Exactly, he, but you he don't know. But you it's can't
0: stick it in. You can't I'm, get hard at eight.
2: That's what I right. don't know they're, about they it. They
0: don't know what they're doing, and and we didn't know what we were doing. But it's but not even a matter of you don't know what you're doing. It is physically not possible to do. Of course you can get a boner when you're a kid. Kids get boners all the time.
2: Yeah, I mean, kids,
1: kids I don't do get I don't remember. Can you Yeah, eight? I don't know I if don't they get. I don't
0: think you can at eight.
2: No. no, no, you
1: definitely get boners. Yeah, you get boners. But, like, I don't know if you get them on
2: command like you do as yeah. a teenager. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I think yeah, there's I actually know. some different kind know. of science to that that we need to look <laughs> into. To... Actually... Lan, mm-hmm. after you
0: Google Jamie Bell's
2: wife, um, Google that. Uh, so, wait, okay. Yeah. Wow. So, y- you. You were talking with a friend today about yeah. how mm. w- what these straight men are doing and why you're so sexual. Mm-hmm. Well,
4: I guess it was just more about how I feel like we're more liberated in that, like in in the UK, like sexually. I feel like we mm. try things younger. Like I, I feel like. We were drinking and smoking, younger mm, and trying stuff out, and I yeah. used to have like wanking competitions.
3: But oh, f- oh, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait! Yeah. Wanking on, competitions. Man. So like, <laughs> yeah. did it's, it's you do fair. this? And and no, you, I, I had friends her. that did that. In Can you grade? set yeah, the scene for us?
2: I don't. Do you I was know what? Never invited. Correct. me either. You weren't invited. Well, he wouldn't take his shirt off. So yeah, wait, did you have a wanking competition? And what was it um, like? And who came first? Only with this one person. Oh god! But I don't even remember. Like I
4: don't even think anything you know, it
2: happened. Do you know what I mean? I think it was yeah, like, you just shot a is blank. Is the competition just who yeah. comes first? Is that really it? I
4: think so. Who climaxes first? Yeah. Well, who There's climaxes a cracker farther. Involved, I, think, right? I
2: remember that from a movie. What? Yeah. What did you say? Yeah.
1: There's a cracker involved. Yeah, where if you come... Whoever last, comes last, last you have to eat, eat the, the cracker. cracker.
2: <laughs> yeah. oh, no. oh, he I does just it every Friday. It on the not,
1: like, real, I think. It, I mean, maybe someone's No, I think it, it is but, real. It's like, it common, yeah, like a, it's like a folklore. A everyone does it. Yeah, right? it's, yeah. Oh, it's not a rite of passage, is what I'm
3: trying to well, say. But I think a
2: competition <laughs> would be better if you do the one who shoots the farthest, not the first, because that at least shows talent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, you know? I will say it. it you does can sound, practice that. It yeah. does sound refreshing in a way
0: too. I, I don't know. It doesn't sound like it necessarily made coming out easier for you. No. But at least <laughs> I guess there's sort of got a, some dick. A liberal element yeah. to experimentation <laughs> that isn't so dastardly as the way it is, as as it is here. At least when I was growing up. Yeah, yeah agreed. There was no experimentation. Yeah. I wasn't invited.
2: Well, oh, my experimentation yeah. was. I mean, that, I think that's the difference between. I think there is experimentation here, but here it's more repressed sexual yeah. doll yes it's repressed sexual um uh sort of experimentation right. whereas in the UK there is I think and like mm. going back to what you're saying an openness for straight men to be more it's just sort of like what straight dudes do it's like you have dicks they're funny and you're gonna do weird and funny things with them that might be homoerotic but like yeah. it's not mm-hmm. sexual right whereas like the guys I hooked up with and experimented with and some of them are now married <laughs> with children and whatever yeah it was purely a I was the faggot to give a blowjob. That's yeah. like, that's how, that was the dynamic. There was mm. no jerking off contest or anything. It literally was, I was the product to be used. Well,
1: if it makes you feel about any better, I still think of you that way. Thank so. you. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Thank you.
0: Thank you. Where's the cracker? Um, <laughs> oh my God. Well, Leo,
2: this was so much fun. Yeah, Leo, just to
0: clarify, So yeah. sorry not to clarify, yeah. just to uh, uh Shoehorned in there. You're currently writing on the show, Katie Keene I am. You're actually yeah. a professional. Yes, <laughs> I know. Right. After everything yeah. I just
4: said. Oh wait,
3: <laughs> you uh, does
2: uh, my a uh, good friend Neil McNeil. I uh, yes, well, Neil we, is fabulous. We're, we're I love great Neil. Instagram friends. Yes, yes. okay, yeah. he's, he's really fantastic great. Tell
4: yeah. him hello. What, and I what will. led
0: you to the U.S. from
2: mm.
4: England, by the way? Um, I, do you know what I found? I found it really hard there. I don't want to go, run, go into it too much, but it's like, I, I just found it difficult there. That was very small. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very small. There's not, especially as a TV, right? There aren't a lot yeah. of places mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of what we just talked about, you'd be surprised to hear probably that it's just like very hard making gay content there they've got yeah. they've got their two gay writers mm-hmm. and so everyone tells you to write what you know but then they don't want that so mm-hmm. yeah. i just found right. over here there were more platforms and um, did you work
2: on any british shows
4: i did i worked on a british show called eastenders oh, eastenders is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i know eastenders so after i had done that i felt like you know it, it was a great experience and i got an opportunity to come here and i just I think my my whole career has just been like seeing an opportunity, try and yeah. jump on it. And so you ate the cracker. Yeah, Congratulations! I
2: ate, yeah, I, I ate the cracker. So well, <laughs> it was good. Where can people follow you, Leo? Huh? Where can people follow you online? Oh, I have my
4: Instagram, which is uh, the Leo richardson. I think I have Twitter as well. I do have Twitter. Yeah. That's Leo underscore Richardson. Yeah, and so, they can you watch know. your work on Katie
0: Keene. Yeah,
4: we we yeah. premiere on the CW on the 6th of February. And it's probably, a good this will probably be show. out
2: after that, so guys, start yeah. watching yes. the
4: show. It already
0: got picked up for a second season.
4: It did. Congrats. 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 It did. It's just, you know what? I think there's so much um, cynicism and so much darkness on TV shows mm-hmm. that, this show is just fun and light it's kind of like has a Devil Wears Prada type yeah. thing it's just like you can just check out watch it enjoy it and there's a lot of emotion that's in great. it that's so great I think it's
0: well thanks for doing me. this thank you yeah, so yeah. yeah. thank they you guys it pleasure cheerio <laughs> cheerio, cheerio.
3: <laughs> oh, <so good. laughs> And
0: another thing okay so there was an article um in okay. mel magazine which is becoming uh, quite the, yeah. <laughs> like the thing, interesting journalism. one of one of
1: <laughs> the dozens of blogs that no one has ever heard of that elliot reads regularly no they're getting
3: some magazines. good traction
0: there they have some really good writing and they, they they've been around for years mm-hmm. is that right years I, oh. I i wrote for them in like 2016 no, oh, you did? No, the first episode, yeah.
1: the first edition of Mel Magazine was in 1886. <laughs> yep. And it was yep. about Grover Cleveland. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Oh, wow. Grover Cleveland was in 1886. I know. I know.
1: Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Get That's your facts so. straight. You know, I'm related to Grover Cleveland, just so you know. So Are you, you know, really? You son of a
0: bitch. Oh, wow. Are you really? Yeah, very, very, very distantly, yes. Oh, Wow. So okay. in mel magazine, um, they uh, there was a piece about the idea of um guys on these apps saying looking for fun, quote unquote. The idea of looking for fun. And the author uh dating I dating apps loved, like yeah, grinder and yeah, shit, mostly Tinder, dating yeah. apps, yeah. the author Sam Stone, it was a great it was just great because I know I haven't been on obviously I don't think any of us have been on dating apps in, in a in in a while, but when I was, I mean, I think this was one of the most frustrating Um, things that parts of that experience because as sam would say he he would as sam wrote is there a reason why quote fun has become the most frequently used euphemism for fucking because fun is inherently everything and nothing it's immaterial and it's amorphous and it doesn't like it doesn't really mean anything Mm -hmm. and he's he's so frustrated by that and i you know i mean i distinctly remember the idea of saying of, of being so frustrated by fun and the idea of looking for a gym buddy these two oh, gy- well, the gym, buddies. Gym, gym buddy was yeah. cool. that that was
1: that was so like fun i don't know i i read the article um And I guess it didn't – he was just kind of like kind of picking at semantics, which, of course, I totally understand. But
2: That's the internet. It didn't
1: didn't phase (laughs) – yeah, right. Uh, It didn't phase me, I don't think, as much or as profoundly as it does perhaps you guys just because like it's kind of – it's vernacular. It's just kind of what people say. It is silly and (laughs) so in my experience, anything related to meeting someone from Grindr is rarely fun. So in that sense, I found it – I I find it misleading. But I guess for me – when I used Grinder um, obsessively uh, for several years, uh, whenever someone would say, and this this was so common, people would say they were looking for a gym buddy, and it was like, but but then their their profile picture was just like a picture of like their pubes their or pub- like their belly their, to- their torso, <laughs> or just like a zoom in on their nipple, and you're like, well, why? are – wait. But yeah. also and also what about my profile suggests that you that I would be a good gym wait, buddy? Like what but, does this mean? And what well, do yeah, you wanna- that's
2: that want? That's what blows me away. The the fun stuff is semantics. That mm-hmm. to me to me saying looking for fun was a separation of people who were looking for a relationship or people who weren't looking for a relationship. That to me was the dividing line, and people just didn't want to say the word relationship, so they used the phrase looking for fun, and that was right. it. But the gym buddy thing that's the real aggressive
0: that's that's well, the gym, one well, gym buddy is like do you it makes want, no sense it makes no sense cuz there's so many questions are you look are you looking to exercise with me does that mean you're looking to eventually have sex with me is sex not involved at all why would you go on grinder looking well, for yeah. somebody to spot what you at happens the gym? if we
1: don't go to the same gym what happens if we yeah. don't live in the same area <laughs> well, what happens if it's i mean what? really
2: fundamentally why would you go on Grindr looking for a gym buddy not and not <laughs> amongst your Facebook friends?
0: That's sure. a Facebook status friends update. But then, but then the, the question is: Is that code that nobody told me about and nobody told you guys about? I don't and think also, it's code because I'm I, I Google everything. Yeah. But also, <laughs> when you go when you at the gym, do you regularly see <laughs> gym <laughs> buddies, gay, straight, male or female? No. They're very no. No. Very, very very rarely, rarely. More and often, it was usually boyfriends
2: boyfriends yeah, that's or, right. like partner, yes. or partners <laughs> or just friends i mean i have i i i don't i would never work out with a friend because i wouldn't work yeah, out I know. but like <laughs> i i you used the, to work out
1: by the I way i did but, used to work
2: out but you know. uh, i still work out now but i don't want i'm never going to work out with friends even like i mean i remember right. in my act years ago i had this thing about like people would here in la the worst thing about dating in la is that people would suggest hikes on a first date, Ugh. fuck off, you piece of shit. I'm never going on a hike with you on the first fucking date. You wanna date.
1: see me in the sun? You wanna no. see me sweating in the no. sun?
0: That's your idea no. of a good first date? It's never oh, the, gonna the, happen. the nice version of that is a walk, an, an evening walk. still um, dumb, it's still bullshit. Interested. I can't talk when I walk. I'm you go to a bar, it. you go to a restaurant. Yeah, let's get a you beer, what are true. we, Mormons? Let's, yeah. like, let's sit
2: <laughs> down. Like, you know, we're, Yeah, we're adults, we don't need to like go on walks
0: to get let's to know each other. Just to bring it back to fun, Sam was also writing about beyond just Grinder and Scruff mm-hmm. and, and the hookup apps. He was saying, you know, also on Tinder or on I guess OK Cupid. And he would he he asked a bunch of people, including straight people. And um, one woman he asked named Maggie said, "I take it as a sign <laughs> that they're a dumb person and not very interesting." Mm-hmm. Um, because I, point, she, says, she said, I've just seen it as like, wow, this person is fucking basic if that's all they can say about themselves. And he, you know, he also had a gay friend who said it's an effort to protect oneself from committing because mm-hmm. rejection yeah. on something like grinder is the real fear. And so if that vulnerability invites rejection, how can you reject fun? But well, it's and so that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah. the
2: root of it, honestly, because it really is about separating people between people looking for a relationship and people looking for sex. And if you, do fear being in a relationship or you fear openly saying, I want to date someone. You use this, you know, random means nothing term just to like get people to come into your web, if you will. And then, and I think we all can, uh, you know, attest to this happening. We have an experience with someone. We liked it more than they did. We wanted it to go further, but they were just looking for fun. And that fun then Mm -hmm. is their cop-out of going further. Sure. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. And I'll also add that in the real world, us out of the out of the apps in the real world i think you guys know i am obsessed with people who claim to be quote-unquote fun and they're the opposite of it Oh yeah. i'm obsessed my, with my people big who one say i'm fun
1: I, I i would see this not very often but with with you know occasionally and it always kind of like bummed me out i would see someone would be like i love sarcasm Oh, and for just yeah. for some reason that always that always just like was my red
0: flag for like I do not want to ever Well I can meet- tell you why it's because that person was like my personality is based on Chandler Bing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my personality Basically. was written by the friend's right, writer's right, room. Right, right I right. never which got...
1: Is, by the way, which is fine, but there was something sure. so like on the nose about like calling out. I love sarcasm. I you... love sarcasm. I always,
0: I
2: always felt like I was pretty direct in all my profiles. My first line in most profiles would be, if you have an acoustic guitar
0: and you like to play it, we're not a match. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but... right. you should just replace that with ukulele for me. Okay, ukulele. Okay. <laughs> guitar is romantic. Ukulele is... Oh. Yeah, oh. I
1: think we, I think we can all agree on that.
0: What would your, your aunt, aunt say? Brent, what would your Aunt Ramona say if she heard today's podcast?
1: Whenever I'm looking for fun, I go to Costco.
0: <laughs> so does Alan. Mm-hmm. I do, I do. <laughs> uh My Aunt Joanne would say, um, you know, I, I have a bunch of gym buddies. We all go to Curves, and there's no <laughs> fucking there.
2: <laughs> How about Aunt Anne? My Aunt Anne would say, I don't, I'm so lost now. Ellen was the first homosexual I enjoyed. I didn't, I don't know what I'm going to do <laughs> What now? about you? Yeah, what, what about you? No, I never, she never enjoyed me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for great. listening. I'm Elliot Glazer.
1: I am Brent Sullivan.
0: And I am Elliot Glazer.